All right, Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And we are on a Friday, which means we have the Fandom Friday back on a Friday. I know we uh, had to postpone the last one sickness due to your humble host but we are back on track on friday and it might be a familiar voice that you will hear tonight or today or in the morning like i said depending when you're listening to this show and we will have nikki field back on the episode tonight on the fandom friday segment and if you remember nikki she was at the beginning of the week recounting her stadium series whatever you want to call it uh experience i guess uh, or, or or bad experience, and if you want to relive that for whatever reason, uh, it was a really good episode. Even though it didn't, nothing went right. Um, N- Nikki was there and retold everything. So if you want to go back to Monday's episode, you'll hear her then, and you will hear her in just a couple minutes. And this time around, we we talk about what the Phantom Friday is about, and just uh, fans' history with the Avalanche, why they got into them. Favorite moments, favorite memories, things like that. And Nikki is a season ticket holder as well. First things first. After all that, we have the uh, social media where you can follow the show on Twitter, LLPN underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram at LockedOnAvalanche and send your emails, questions, comments, concerns, opinions. If you want to be on the Fandom Friday segment. Drop me a line through email, lockedonavalanche at gmail.com, or get a hold of me through social media, direct message, uh, talk with multiple people through those avenues. So, yeah, if it's something that you want, want to do, get a hold of me. Uh, Avalanche, like I said, I didn't go over the Avalanche Islanders game yesterday because me being on the East Coast, uh, I would have gotten no sleep uh, as a 10 o'clock start time on the East Coast. So, uh, but nothing bad that can be said about that game. We don't really have to go into extreme detail, but uh great, great performance. Stopped a losing streak, which is what you want to do against a, a pretty decent team in the, the Islanders. They are maybe struggling a little bit, but just like the avalanche were in terms of a three game losing streak. So it was really good that they got back on track. They, they were visibly upset. They could not get Pavel Francos that shutout when the Islanders scored with like two minutes and some change on a really freakish kind of goal. It kind of bounced in their direction and they were just there right at the doorstep and kind of just easily put it in. You Just the look on the avalanche faces, you know, they wanted that shutout for Francois. You know, he's, he's the backup goalie, but he, he's been playing extremely well. They wanted that for him. And while they didn't hear Joe Sackick talk during the intermission because obviously they're playing the game. They know what's going on. And if you didn't see his, uh, his interview that he did on, uh, in the, in the first intermission, obviously he was asked to ask about the, the trade deadline coming up and what the avalanche plans are. And he had kind of a poker face. I think some of the things he was saying was to not tip his hand. Uh, he was saying how they are comfortable with the team that they have, are they looking at moves? Yeah, they are, but they will not give up specific players 
certain players, they're not going to chance their future for a rental, basically, is what he was saying. But the one thing that he did say, if they were looking at one uh, position in particular, it was goalie. So, again, the players didn't hear that while they're playing, but they must know something like that is, is happening behind the scenes. I mean, they're part of the team, for crying out loud. So I think that's part of the reason why you could see they were so visibly upset that they didn't get that shut out for Franzos. Not that if they bring somebody in, he you know he's going to not see ice time. He's he's going to, but if they bring somebody in, he's probably back down to number two, and he's been with them all year. So I think you you can understand why these players would be rooting for him and on his side. So um, we'll see. There, there's again. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday night, and there's no movement whatsoever. Once again, across the league, there's not real movement. It just seemed like that one day earlier in the week, things were moving like quick, and they're like, all right, here we go. And <clears throat> that's been really it. So we'll see. Um, the weekend is, is here, and there's only a few days left. So maybe on Monday we'll have some some news, or over the weekend something might happen. But who knows? But for now, we are going to get to the Fandom Friday segment with Nikki Field. And like I said, a really good conversation with her about her history with the Avalanche. And again, if it's something you want to do, drop me a line through email or any of the social media avenues. And we can set something up. So let's get to it right now. Fandom Friday with Nikki Field. All right, so welcome back to the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. And with me again, she was with us at the beginning of the week, and she's with us at the end of the week, kind of bookending our week of shows. And uh, she gave us her report of the Stadium Series game. And now she's back to just talk about everything Avalanche. And that is Nikki Field. So, Nikki, welcome back. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Had a little uh, charger. My phone was dying. <laughs> Oh, we can't have that. Jeez. No. So we're talking um, All right. So, uh, yeah, we, we Monday was all about everything that went wrong. So let's kind of turn the page on that and kind of talk about what this segment is all about. And that's Avalanche fans and why they are Avalanche fans and everything that comes with that. So what is your history with the Colorado Avalanche? Why did you get into them? Did you grow up in the area and they, when they came to town, you just became a fan. Where did it start for you? So here's what's funny. So um, I started actually getting the hockey actually when the Colorado Springs Gold Kings were in town, which is a really small, I, I want to say it's below the ECHL um, back in the nineties. So that's where my, you know, my dad and my grandfather would take us up to, you know, to Wold Arena. We'd be out there for uh, $5 Friday nights um, is where I really got my love of hockey. Um, but I was six when the, when the team came in, so I, we weren't really super big into that. My dad was a big NASCAR fan, so he was gung-ho into that. Right. Um, the love really came in 01 when, when we won the Cup. You know, we watched Bork, um, you know, raise it. My sister and I made a little mini Stanley Cup for my dad that year <laughs> uh, out of planters and a, and a cereal bowl. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> we had a Bork, the newspaper clipping of Bork's face. We had that on the side of it, which was you know, pretty cool. cool. Uh, But we really, we didn't even get to our first game. I want to say until I want to say Oh six or Oh seven. 
right. Um, it was pretty late. You know, we finally got to a game. I remember it was a Sharks game. My dad, we were sitting way up high in the Pepsi Center. Um, and I just, it just absolutely enthralled me. And hmm. we watched it every, you know, we kind of watched it back and forth. And then um, I want to say about six years ago, I finally delved in deep. I started collecting all sorts of stuff. I have the lottery t- or the avalanche cash scratch off tickets. I started collecting all of those. Um, and then I just started picking up everything avalanche memorabilia you could, you know, I've got multiple jerseys. We went to the burgundy and white games actually, when they were at surprisingly air force Academy, (laughs) 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 Um, which, you know, for that event, it's maybe I want to say 400 people, but you know, we got, I have the late Merrick Spathos jersey. I have his jersey signed. Uh, My sister got uh, Lyle's, uh, her jersey signed. My dad's, we have an Adam Foot signed jersey. Um, and for that event, it was very fun because it was local in town. You know, we were able to go and enjoy ourselves. And that's how I really delved deep in it. And every year it was here, I went to go watch them because I'm like, okay, I want to see how the, you know, the big guys are. But you also want to see where your, you know, our AHL guys are as well. Right. Um, so going into a bunch of those and then I just dived in wholeheartedly the last about four, three, four years. Um, I'm an admin of the Avs family group on Facebook. Um, and everybody knows me as the queen now this year. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if you see me at a game, you see me in Avs queen. That is me. Right. Um, and you have season tickets, you said. I do. Yeah, I have season tickets this year. Unfortunately, I won't be able to renew them, which one, that's my other issue I'm having with the Avs right now is because they dump, they went up in pricing again. And it's like, oh. <sighs> okay. And then their, yeah. it, their playoff pricing is really odd this year. And I wasn't super happy with it, which I actually opted out of my playoff pricing this year. Really? Yeah, because they're, what's weird is they're, uh, and I'm not trying to rag on them a little bit, but it's like your first two rounds are one price, your third round's another price, and your fourth round uh, is more expensive. And last year, they had it all the same pricing, and it's like, well, that kind of stinks. So it's kind of... it's. So is it they are taking advantage of the success of the team? Yeah, you can tell they are, which, I mean, granted, we're not Boston, we're not Capitals, we're not the Rangers, so, you know, we don't have a whole lot of money. (laughs) Toronto... Um, you know, so I understand that they want to get their money for what they is, and we all know Cronky is Cronky. We all yeah. love, you know and love him, right? Right, right. Um, but for that, you know, and actually, what's funny this year, I really dealt, you know, I dived in with the season tickets. I've met some amazing, wonderful people. Um, I got to meet Adrian Dater. Um, this year oh, who was one. Really? Yeah, I was. I'd actually I talked to Dater quite a bit. Um, and I wanted to meet him because, you know, he's been part of this, you know, this abs family for 20 plus years. And I know people rag on him and get on him. But to me, he's an icon because of what he's brought to the game as a reporter. Sure. You know, he knew where people were at. You know, he understands where the, the organization is. And I have a lot of respect for Dater for what he did, for what he is and what he does. So I really support him a lot. Um but, you know, I've been to the meet the team party. My son, who is the prince, most people might know, he's, uh, he's a big, <laughs> he, it is, it's the queen and prince. Right. And he's a big Mc, McKinnon fan. So I got him to finally play cornhole with McKinnon at the meet the team party this year. So nice. that was pretty exciting. Nice. Um, but it, for me, it's just, it's the team camaraderie. You know, it's, you're working as a team, you're working as a unit. You want to, 
bring people in to just enjoy hockey. And I, like I said, I've met some amazing, wonderful, just genuine people, um, which yeah. just shocked me considering I came from a bowling world. I grew up in the bowling world. Um, mm. So in the bowling world, sometimes it's a little, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but for hockey, you, you just see true love of sports and, you yeah. know, yeah. granted, Denver is a big is Bronco country, and when you find those diehard Avalanche fans or just diehard hockey fans in general, um, that to me makes my day. Yeah, so. and, and that's true. Like you know, the Avalanche are you know in, in a, a bigger city, but they are like a they're like a small market team when it comes to hockey. Anyway, mm-hmm. it is, and it's a it's a, a, a close knit community, and it just seems like everybody knows everybody, and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and they just appreciate when the team is winning and and uh it obviously makes it better when the team is winning so um yeah yeah we all were part of the 48 point season you know oh like, man yeah oh, we were and, it's funny my abs family group um we i remember we were just just trying to push just okay yeah. can we take another loss okay are, are we really gonna do this okay well go team look we scored a goal <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you, know, you have you, season tickets that year? I did not. No, this was actually my first year having season tickets. Okay. Um, so, I, but unfortunately, next this next year, I had to opt out because we're going to Disney. Um, for okay. my, I have a huge family vacation coming up in October. So, but we are planning on looking at getting back on them again. Because I, I, what I do is I have a project. So part of me is the Abs Queen. I have what's called the Abs Queen Project, which is I try and get single tickets or single moms and dads and their kids to get to a game. And I've had. I think one month, I think pretty much every single month I've had pretty much someone go, which has been awesome. Um, The response has been great. You know, Blair with the Avalanche, she was fantastic on helping me get there. Um, I actually bought an extra ticket to, for um, a lady to, or actually I donated my tickets for the hockey fights cancer. Um, I've bought tickets for a couple, you know, a couple, uh, her husband, unfortunately wasn't feeling or was sick. They were Philadelphia Flyers fans, you know, but he, he was an Avs fan. She was a Flyers fan. So I got them tickets for them to go. Um, I've given people, you know, I have a bunch of people that are, um, they're not Avs fans, which I know I'll get, I'll get crap for and I'll take it, but they're just hockey fans. You know, I've got a Caps fan. I've got Stars fans. I've got Chicago fans. I've got, and they just want to enjoy their, their team and their sport. Right. So I was so where, given, where can people go for this? Can you give them some information? <laughs> if you just follow me on Twitter, <laughs> okay, all right, just DM me on Twitter, um, and I'll try and see what I have left. I do have a couple of games left in March. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be able to make, and that's the thing is like for me, I don't. I, yes, I paid for them, and I would once rather want to make sure that they're gonna go to good use, um, and make sure the tickets are gonna be. And the Avs are are playing fantastic, so why not go right. to an actual winning team? Right. You know, Absolutely. we're not Detroit. We're not. Well, I can't say the Kings because we lost to them yesterday on Monday. On Saturday, so. <laughs> exactly. So, but, what is your overall take uh, this year? Then I'm sure you're pleased with what the, how the team is playing. Having season tickets, you've gone to how many games this season? Mo- um, I, the majority of the games. Major- I want to say I want to say about two a month. We were going to. I'm so I live in the spring. So for me to go to Pepsi's, two hour about an hour and a half, two hour experience. You know. Granted, yep. not Air Force stuff, but um, you know, it's it's a trek. So when I go, I want to go to the the games that I know that either one. I, I have a thing that I wanted to see all the teams play in Pepsi. Um, so I did a okay. lot of teams for that. So I got to see Columbus for my first time this year. I got to see Carolina my first time this year. Um, 
And then, of course, you know, you have your division games, your, your wild, your, your blues, which those are always so much fun. I love division games yeah. just because it's just another level. Oh, yeah. Um, and last year, actually, I got my season tickets right before playoffs. So I went to every home game for playoffs last year because I was like oh, nice. not missing it. No. Um, but overall, I'm excited. The team looks great. I love Donskoy. I love Belly. I love Kadri. And I hope that he can get back before playoffs because we really needed him on we needed him on Saturday. I have to tell you that we yeah. really needed him on Saturday. Um, but just, you know, you look at, you look at our team and Janachushkin. How? Oh. Oh, oh. Gotta love it. I love him so much. Like, oh my gosh. Like he is incredible. He, he found a team that he's playing with and, you know, unfortunately, yes, that means he's going to get paid. But at the end of the day, look at our cap, look at us compared to Toronto. I mean, <laughs> we've got the success. And I'm so excited. I'm amped up. I'm ready to to chase the cup. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they are they are sitting pretty with everything. And and yeah, after that horrid season, uh, I think people were like, man, this is going to be a long haul for them to get back to any sort of relevance. And that it, I mean it it turned the next year, the yeah. following year, which still one of my favorite moments is when they beat St. Louis uh, to Game get that. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and, and that, that final goal at Landeskog uh-huh. you know, all the way down and then just jumping on at each other. Like they were like 10 year old kids. That I moment cried. to me. I mean, Oh, as, as, I as cried. when did you really, I cried. That one I cried, and then um, last year actually, when the Abs were playing the Sharks, I went to we. I had I kind of had a little party of a couple of my friends and I. We went to the Bubba's here in town, and I had a corner table. I had my jerseys up. I had the pom poms. I was like, I was there for the game, and then you know when we lost, unfortunately, I just lost it. I bawled. I couldn't. I was just in tears. I was. I was inconsolable my friend jacob had to call me to say nikki it's okay look how far we went we went to second round this year and i said but it's not enough and like <laughs> screw those rounds i was so mad but then of course unfortunately my car got stolen that night so it's even worse oh my god just, oh like my god. Uh, it was awful did you get it yeah. back at least or what i did and it was really bad was I, my var my varlama jersey my stadium series varlama jersey was in there and i have a, a rhinestone jersey my third jersey was rhinestone Okay. And we got the car back, which I just bought my avalanche license plates for that thing like two weeks prior. Right. Um, we got the car back, but the jerseys were still in there, but my bowling balls were stolen. And it's like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, a, uh, that was a very tumultuous uh, two weeks for me. <laughs> I guess they were like Parker Bone the Third fans and not Varlama fans or something which like that. Which is fine by me because I got my jerseys back and that's all I cared <laughs> right. about. Oh my god, that's odd. All right. Yeah, it was um, really odd. Who who's kind of like your your favorite players on on this roster? Anybody that you're following more than others? Um, Comfy, <laughs> my redhead. Yeah. I love Comfy. Um, Natushkin <laughs> for sure. I that that boy has got my has got my heart. Like I just I love how he plays. He's he's he gets in there. He's gritty, but he's making the shots look so damn pretty. Yeah. Um, and he know, just I, has that look that that like like just he's a big guy like tall and he just has that like gentle giant look about him like he doesn't really get like too angry it seems like but if Mm -hmm. you cross him he has no problem just 
squaring up with you, it seems. No, yeah, he has been, he's been, he's just been a whole other animal this year. And I think that yeah. you have a team that is, that is supporting you and is right. like confident that wants you to be better and wants you to, wants you to get those goals. And I know that that's our team. I mean, you look at us compared to like the stars to the LA to, okay, let's look at our division. You've got the wild, you've got Chicago, which is a lot of, you know, a lot of pressure on them. You know, the stars, same with them, but they went through that, you know, tumultuous with their head coach. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like we have that sense of brotherhood with our team that, you know, we might have a couple of guys might be down, but they're going to try and bring them back up. You know, I'm sure they're doing that with Josty. And I know it's been a while since Jost has had a goal. You know, they're trying to tell him, hey, bud, try this, try this. And I think that's just what Natushka needed. You know, how many of us said, well, what's this guy? He hasn't scored a goal in how many games? And after that, it was nonstop. And we all ate our words for that. Yeah. No, I, I, I've said it on this show. I, I, Dallas is kicking themselves. They, they had a short leash with him for whatever reason, and they Mm -hmm. just ran out of patience. And that's the one thing that the avalanche have. And I think that comes down to Joe Sackick. I think he, people Mm -hmm. know you will get more than your fair share of opportunity on this team. And I think Semyon Varlamov is a reason to a person to look at. They gave him a lot of, of uh, leeway and to the point where it was just like, all right, you know, we basically let you see what you can do for three years. I mean, after you mm-hmm. had that really good season, um, I think it was like a Vesna finalist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. and then he kind of went downhill from there, but they let him try to work it out. And I think they're going to do that with Jost. Um, even guys in the, in the AHL, like uh, I don't know if you read an article, there was uh, uh, Martin Kaut. His name was getting thrown out with trades. And people oh. thought he'd he'd already be up in the the pros by this point. And Joe Sakic drove there and had a sit down with him and told him face to face, "You're fine. Like we're still working Aww. with you, and and things are you know they haven't been to where we wanted it to be, but we believe in you. We have faith in you, and let's just work it out. Look and that at, and you don't yeah. you don't get that with a lot of GMs or or franchises. Look at so. Look at it as look at where Sakic was with Quebec. Look how crappy that team was. Look how just down in the dumps they were. And I think between Sakic seeing that and seeing the success of what the Avs did, and then you know our forty-eight point season. You know we all know that that was crap. But he has patience, and he and he makes sure that his AHL players are in there so they can succeed. Look how long that he had. Um, I mean, Jost was down there for a little while. Uh, who's uh, who's the big one that right down there, or who was in there that finally got called up? Com- oh, no, it was a coffee. Oh wait, that, that's not there. Look at Graves. Oh Graves. Well, Look yeah. At Graves. Yeah. He was in I, the Eagles for how many years? And well, Graves was Graves was from the Rangers. Was that what he was from? Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think of who. Uh, but Sakic has a lot of when he's in the AHL you look at those guys and he has so much patience for him and he lets him go for you know get up to training camp which I did go this year my first time um you know he wants the guys to learn he wants them to be successful and I mean we all know that Connor Timmons we wanted him to make roster this year but Sakic said nope we're gonna keep you down you know we know that you're you're there but we want to make sure that you're fully ready, you know, especially yeah. with his concussion, all that. Right. Well, but, when he hired Jared Bednar, he said he he wanted not only a coach, but he wanted a teacher. And yeah. That's exactly what he's got. 
He's got a very successful team on his hands. And I think we have a very successful team on our hands for many years. Now, having said all that, and Mm -hmm. we're kind of just, you know, saying how they're patient with players and we have a trade deadline around the corner. Do you think, I mean, and Joe Sackick is known for not making that big splash move, but he's also really never been in the position that he is right now where, you know, the team is at the level that they're at at this stage in the game. Sure, they've had some successful runs the past couple of years, but these, you know, if if they, you know, they are in a dogfight with St. Louis and now Dallas is back into the mix. Do they pull the trigger on something? And if they do, do you have any guesses on for who and for what? Well, and what's funny is today there was a there was a deal they thought with Blake Coleman for the Devils, and it turned <laughs> out it was not okay. We were like, right. What? Yep. I and the thing is, the Sackick has never been that way. He has never ever has had that type of um, trade. You know, no. he, we all kind of know exactly you know when what Sackick's going to do and what he's going to get. Um, you know, we I, I've heard Kreider's name thrown around. Um, I've heard Tort actually the Torta Rally or whoever's name is on the Kings. Um, okay, I've totally. heard his name. I don't remember his last name. Tapoli, that's what it was. I was like, I saw a jersey with him last night. I don't remember who it is. I, considering I actually watch a, a, I'm part of a NHL box team, so I know some of the players, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, with Kadri being out and now Gruby and Calvi from Saturday, I don't know. It's I, tough. It's tough I because, think, like honestly, you're saying, go ahead. I don't know. I think honestly, he's going to bring up the guys in the AHL because he knows that we, because look at what happened earlier this year. You know, we had all of our injuries and all the guys came up and they played amazing. Callie Rosen was fantastic. Uh, Ella Logan O'Connor played very well. Um, you know, we had uh, TJ Tynan. Um, he was up there too. Yeah. Early, yeah, early and, in the season. Yeah. And he's doing great in the AHL right now. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you utilize. And that's the thing that I don't see Saki doing that because he wants to bring the guys that are working their butts off down at AHL and get them to have that chance in the NHL. And maybe that's what we need. I don't yeah. really, I don't, I, unless they get the, the top line rolling again, you know, with Berkey and Rant. And unfortunately it sucks that our um, Landy Rance McKinnon line isn't working right now, neither, mm. but because everybody knows how to shut him down. Yeah. It's it's rough. Then did he? I'm trying to think if they, he split them up. Yeah, they weren't they weren't together on Saturday. No, I didn't think so. But I think he's going to do that a little bit more. But it, it's going to be really interesting to see. Like you're saying, like, um, you know, a, a week and a half ago, when you know you didn't have the injury to Grubauer and Kadri, you might think like, all right, you know, they may they might make some minor deal, nothing too crazy. And now that both those guys, we haven't, you know, at this recording, recording this mm-hmm. earlier in the week, we don't know what's going on with Grubauer. But um, right, if he's going to be out for extended period of time, if Kaj is going to be out for extended period of time, does he need to almost have, like, they have to pull the trigger on something just to maintain? Or does he, like you're saying, have faith in these these young guys that he went out of his way to get one way or another in this whole rebuilding process that is mm-hmm. kind of, exceeded expectation at this point and and how quick that they're doing well and you just keep riding that wave i don't know we have and we have room on our cap 
but I wouldn't oh, use yeah. it. You know, I mean, I've heard Thornton's name being thrown around too. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I see, I see Thornton probably going back to Boston, which I think is what data reported on earlier, the, you know, earlier last week, um, that that's probably, he won't come here. But I mean, if you do, you get a guy that's either in the midst of retiring, which is veteran leadership, which is great. We do, we wouldn't, we like having veteran, but why don't you take your chance with your AHL guys who are working their tails off down there and just give them a chance. And I, I just, I don't see Sack. Sackick's never been a tr- big trade deadline. No. GM. He's never been. No. Um, he's always been at free agency. And look at what we got this year. And we were all like, wait, what? Yeah. What? And then it, it's working great. And yeah. that camaraderie, that brotherhood, that just sense of team. It's It's been incredible this year. And I, I think we're on the road to the right track. Oh, absolutely. And I think the other thing that you have to always keep in mind is this expansion draft that's during this off season and you know, the players you have to protect and who you can't protect. And that, that comes into play too. Cause you know, you can only keep uh, protect one goalie. So what do they do with Francois? Because mm-hmm. I, mean, I think he's an unrestricted free agent after this year, but you, you really have to take all that into account. It's, it's, it's a tricky game to play. Um, and I can see them going either way with this I really can for the, for, for the first time, I, I can really see Sackick pulling the trigger on a trade. And I would say, like, all right, that makes sense. And I can see him doing nothing. And I would say, yep, that makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Sackick's very smart in his business dealings. And I don't I just don't see him making a big splash. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I have faith in him. You know, will we make it to third round this year? Oh, heck, yeah, I, we would we would love to make it to Stanley Cup. You know, but I I just don't see him making a trade, a big trade this year. I, I really don't. Well, I I typically end these with some sort of prediction. So you kind of just touched on it a little bit. You think mm-hmm. they're going to make it to at least the third round. Like, what what do you think the end result is for this year's Colorado Avalanche? What's your prediction? Oh, as much I want them to make cup, I so do. Because it's so funny because my son and I, we got invited to the paint the logo on the ice this year. So my oh, name is so on cool. the ice this year. Uh, so I'm like, I would just die head over heels of knowing that my name's on the ice if they take it. Um, you know, honestly, I watching the Capitals game on Thursday, I think that's I think that could be our Stanley Cup. Unless the Capitals get swept again by the by the Canes that they did last year, which was fantastic. Love that. <laughs> the thing is is playoffs is you just don't know you just don't know and last year was the just the how it was i mean you look at you know the bolts who were the number one team last year and they got swept by columbus it's like what? yeah it's hard it's really hard to say i i think the abs have have a chance i think they just need to be more patient i really want the fans to just say hey we're here just come out and support love the guys you know, we're not, we can't go 82 and out. There's just no way. So we are going to have, we're going to have team nights that we, well, look at Saturday. Yeah. We didn't play great. We, you know, we lost to the Kings and the Kings are the worst in the West, but take it as a learning curve. Now we don't, we all, we, we don't have to worry about outdoor ice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and, and so. more likely than not for the foreseeable future, the way that that whole thing went down. So. Yeah, for sure. But I will yeah. be at the game on Wednesday for the Islanders. I had to go see, I had to say bye to Varley. Um, so I will be at the game on, on the 19th. So, on or actually I was, at the, yeah, I'll be at the game. So, okay. um, so actually we were at the game on Wednesday. So I was like, wait, this is for Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah. All right, cool. So any social media you want to throw out there again where people can find you and locate you and get a hold of you for the what what is it called the, the ticket my abs queen project yeah uh okay. follow me on our twitter i i'm i think my things on private so you will have to wait till i request till i i, I do the accept request um or abs queen 20 on instagram mm-hmm. um or nikki field on facebook um mm-hmm. all of my stuff's private for certain reasons um but just get in contact with me. If I have a couple tickets open, please do. I've got, I've got tons of people that I can also reference or ask if they, you know, if they want to donate. Um, but it's for me, it was just, I, I, I was a single mom, um, for four years. Um, and I wanted to bring a program in to just get people to hockey and have a night of memories with their kids. And that's, how I look at it with my prince, you know, we'll be going to right. the Vegas game on the 15th for his birthday. And I told him, I said, we're going to make it a good, a big deal for you, baby. I promise. Yeah, so that's so cool. Yeah. And it's in the show notes, but just to be clear, you spell your name and I CCI and I CCI. Yep. And I CCI, or just look up abs queen. Um, pretty much every, anything reference that's, that will be me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you are the first, I guess, return guest. You're, you've been on here twice. So thank you for that. It's been awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. Um, We will definitely have you on in future episodes if you're up for that. Heck yeah. All right. Um, So yeah, appreciate it. And uh, we will be back right after this. All right. There you have it. Another Phantom Friday in the books. A big thank you to Nikki really for all week. Uh, Started the week with her, ended the week with her. So first fan to be on twice on the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. So uh, excellent stuff there. And once again, if you want to be a part of that, drop me a line, LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com or find me through social media. So a couple things to get to before we call it a week. Um, two, every game is big. Let's not you know say it's not a big game. But two games coming up back-to-back for the Avs. And these are games that you know they got to win. They're, they're going up against Anaheim. And then the Kings again. And if they aren't up for the Kings and wanting to absolutely dismantle them, then we aren't ready for anything grander, if you know what I mean. You're playing the two teams that are at the bottom of the Pacific. You know, the Ducks, 55 points total. The Kings, 47 points total. And neither of them are doing anything where it should scare you. So the Avs just played their worst game of the season against the Kings, you know, in in a high profile game so now's the time to get back at them that's the second of the back-to-back and the friday game against anaheim they're, they're just you know these are points that you need to have and and the the abs it's been said have the easiest second half schedule and you know this is this lines up perfectly for them to pick up four big points uh standing wise and this is before games are played tonight you know, the um, let's see, St. Louis is at 76, tied with Dallas at 76, and we're right behind them with 75. So, again, that's the three-dog fight, and that's what it's going to be till the end of the season. So these are the games that you need to win. <laughs> you know, if you, when you lose against 
the the Tampa Bay Lightning, you'd be like, okay, you know, that's a hard fought. Well, you get a point out of that, but you look back on you're going to look back on the the Stadium Series game. It's like that's a game that they should have won, and if they lose out on the two seed because of a point, that's the game that you'll point to, not the Lightning game or the Capitals game. So, yeah, four big points on the board for the taking. Let's see what happens. Um, I, if something does happen in the the weekend, trade wise. I might not hear about it. Uh, the the wife and I are going up to Lake Placid for the weekend. It's the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, and we're heading up there for the entire weekend. So I'm sure I'll have some pictures available on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. If you guys want to check that stuff out, please do so. So that's going to be it for tonight. It's going to be it for the week. Let's get these victories. Have a good weekend. We'll see everybody Monday. Here's Joby. Go, abs, go!